This episode is brought to you with the help from Powertech Fitness, a global leader in premier strength equipment celebrating over 20 years of being committed to stronger lives. Please visit them on Facebook, Instagram, or their website at www.powertech.com. Good morning, everyone. This is Brandon Matloff in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast, where we feature different mavens in different fields. A maven is an expert of an expert. They are the go-to person who you would want to ask all the questions to before making a decision. The purpose of our podcast is to help the consumer be more knowledgeable. Today, I'm really excited to host former professional hockey player Ryan Walter. Ryan is now a professional coach to both hockey players and CEOs of businesses. He is considered a maven in the field. A couple things about Ryan, he was drafted number two in the world and became the youngest ever captain in the NHL when he played for the Washington Capitals. He went on to be an NHL All-Star and Stanley Cup champion with the Montreal Canadiens, and after playing for 15 years, he not only became an assistant coach for the Vancouver Canucks, he also was the head coach of the Canadian Nationals women hockey team. So Ryan, did you always have a knack for coaching both on and off the ice? Well, I, I think so, in that uh, probably not an act for coaching. I think that's evolved. But I've always been curious. And I always think that's the first word. You know, when people get curious, uh, all of a sudden there's energy to understand why things work. And, and uh, that's certainly been my lifetime. So then how would you uh, describe in leadership, I guess, how would a great coach uh, help us create a winning culture at work? Um, I think part of the process that we just talked about helps. Uh, You know, I've had great leaders in my lifetime. Uh, You know, I'd highlight a a coach that I had uh, by the name of Jacques Lemaire. I had him with the Montreal Canadiens, and he was really the first hockey coach of my life that actually asked the teams. So I always think there's two major ways that coaches have impact. Number one, they have impact one-on-one. And then they have impact one-to-many or one-to-team. And Jacques, in both situations, would ask questions. But he, he certainly told us what to do. You know, in meetings, I mean, if you have to make an adjustment during the game, you know, it's, there's, it's not a soft approach. But when, when, when he wanted to get high engagement from the group, he would ask questions, and they were brilliant. They were simple questions. He would, he'd ask the big defenseman, you know, at, at the back of the room who's almost falling asleep, you know, what is the left winger supposed to do in an offensive faceoff on the right side? So we always had to be aware. We always had to be engaged and, and understand the knowledge around the team. And I think that those questions... Uh, that, you know, we have a, I do, as you mentioned, I do a little bit of coaching myself, and I have about 25 key questions that we walk executives and hockey players through that, that really help them to generate the aha moment, that, to generate that insight, uh, independent of sort of what, you know, what topic they want to be coached around. You said something interesting in the beginning of that. You said that as we you read uh, different books and that the, the highest leaders are often reading quite a bit, that they 
are coming into how they can lead their team and they're always trying to redevelop themselves and coaches are kind of pushing them into that uh, mindset of what they already know to think above the line. Now I'm actually hanging on to your book right this second. You know, in your book, uh, it's called Hungry, which is awesome, by the way. Um, I couldn't put it down when I picked it up. I, I read it in two days in Laguna Beach over the weekend a few weeks ago. And you get this book, by the way, at ryanwalter.com uh, for my listeners out there. But in your book, you talk about the concept of being hungry and relentless momentum to keep achieving your goals. Can you talk about that for a minute and how we can continuously stay after it? Because I think that is the challenge. We can all get to a certain level, but staying after it, after it on a uh, relentless momentum uh, is is probably the most challenging part. So maybe you can just talk about that for a second. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. The word hungry, we finally had to write about it because uh, for whatever reason, and I, I don't, I'm a humble guy, I don't take the credit here. I mean, maybe maybe I've helped sustain it, but whatever my mom and dad did or my upbringing did or, you know, the Lord did in my life, I mean, I, I have been able to stay hungry. I think the reason I played at the highest level in, in sport is that I was able to sustain that hungry spirit. And I think that uh, you're, you're bang on, you know, executives and uh, people and companies and cultures can get hungry for a while, but it's, it's not easy to sustain. And so in Hungary, we sort of look at nine big ideas. And, you know, uh, we look at ways to sort of keep that momentum going. Uh, most people, uh, you know, have a, a sense of direction, but, but they don't have a strong sort of future positive vision of what they want. And what we have found is that, you know, the first foundational piece to really staying hungry is, is to have a strong uh, vision of the future, have a strong sense of, of where you want to land and, and how you're going to get there. And, and I think that, you know, those little tiny pieces of future positive, little tiny pieces of, of you know, what you want, how to get it, really help us to stay on the course around being hungry towards uh, stuff that we want. We find that either people are moving in a direction towards the life they want, or they're moving away from a direction from the life they don't want. And those two things are huge energy uh, changes. Like, they're very different. The brain, actually, we're learning in neuroscience, the brain has an organizing system uh, it moves away from things, and it moves towards things. <clears throat> and I am afraid, uh, Brandon, that many people, and hopefully not too many of your listeners, but many people get stuck in life because they spend a lot of energy in what we call past negative. So past negative thinking, we're, we're looking at stuff that didn't work and that we're disappointed around, where we're looking to blame others. And when we're stuck in that type of scenario, that type of mindset, it's very hard to get our eyes on the future we want. And if we don't do that, that's sort of the cornerstone. If we can't do that, it's very, uh, very, very hard to stay hungry. Uh, 604-996-4446 
is a direct cell number to me. And I, uh, I love our business. I'm engaged in our business. And when you dial that number, uh, you don't dial my assistant. You, you get me and uh, would love to talk to your people. I hope you don't regret that. we got 5,000 people this is going out to. So if your phone starts to blow up, I'm not paying the new phone bill. <laughs> All right. Well, thank, thank you, Ryan. I re- really appreciate appreciate your uh, your time today and all of the great ideas that you shared regarding uh, leadership. Um, this has been a Stella Oak Mavens podcast. We hope you enjoyed it today. Thank you.